Recording in progress. Shalom I'm very thankful. Shalom I'm very thankful for this um, great opportunity every week that the Maker he allows us to to gather, and when we are, so all the particles of our souls are are spiritually gathering and growing and enjoying each other's greatness and bounty. So if in the last week I achieved certain things or if I learned some books and now we gathered, so when I'm speaking and you're listening, so all the wisdom and all the conclusions and all the deep understandings that my soul in the soul level experienced and developed so all that is being just shared with you and even though that he cannot see his soul can see the soul she can see so many times we don't know how much good we gained how much goodness we 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 added up to our souls how much we grew how much we developed how much we understood but sometimes you find yourself in situations in life that you act much more mature and with way greater understanding and compassion you find yourself wiser and full of of wisdom and knowledge and solid understandings on certain topics and you you look at yourself on the side and you ask like where that came from like how these words found their way out of my mouth like how in the world i found myself helping that person really giving a life improving advice like i was I was useful. You saw that? I was useful. I did good. Sometimes that good was really shared with you by one of your beautiful friends. Someone who you opened your heart to him and you listened to him. And his wisdom just swam or made its way towards you. And you embraced it. You accepted it. Like the people of Israel. When they were standing in front of Mount Sinai and Hashem told him, do you want to receive the Torah? Like he said to all the other nations. He actually asked all the rest of the nations before he asked us. We were the last nation to be asked. And we answered, anything you're going to command us, we will keep and then we'll hear. So we put the we will keep earlier to we will hear means that we said 
Don't even tell us yet what. No matter what you're going to say, we're going to do it. And that's a huge greatness. Why is it a greatness? Because it's, show, it's showing the great intention of our hearts that we didn't care how heavy it might be, how risky it might be. And we just embraced the truth because we know it's the truth. So we said, we'll do it. No matter what, you're going to come in. <laughs> okay, now you need to run like in the speed of light to the peak of the highest mountains. We already accepted it. We cannot go back. So when we accepted that on ourselves, without even knowing what we are really about to accept, what's really going to come, because we haven't heard yet. We said, we're going to do, and then we're going to hear. Whatever you're going to tell us, we're going to hear, yes. But first of all, yes, we're going to keep it. When we said that, in that we expressed our pure intention, and by that we built the vessel for the wisdom to enter. First of all, you need to have the vessel. And what is a vessel? A full cup is not a vessel. It's a full cup. It's a cup of wine. It's a cup of water. It's not a vessel. Only a cup that was full, that has the capacity of a full cup, but is empty, is called a vessel. A vessel is empty, not full. When it's full, it's not a vessel. It's the wine, it's the beer, it's the, it's the, it's the water. But when you understand that you're empty, and you're not coming to praise yourself or to... Um, or to brag all, all your wisdom and all your knowledge and you're just willing to learn like that the sages asked who is a wise person the one who is learning from any human being that is a wise person not a scholar and not a genius and not a developed person or with a high IQ or that finished all Gemara, all Talmud, all Zohar Kadosh, that knows Kabbalah. No. The sages said a wise per person is the one who is learning from everyone. Even from a person in the market. Like someone is like telling you something, you listen. If you're not open to listen and to learn from anyone, so then you cannot complete your wisdom. You cannot buy the knowledge in perfection because knowledge is coming when you look at nature, when you look at dogs, when you look at trees, when you look at fish swim in the sea. So now from animals you're going to learn, but from human beings you won't learn. No, no. They're Gentiles. They're not Jewish. They're not Jewish and they can be wiser than you a million times. You can never know how wise they are. And you can think that you can judge them or that you can interpret them or to understand or analyze them when the truth is that you cannot analyze one cell, one particle in creation, a grain of sand, you cannot understand its purpose. You can never in million years of investigations to come to the depth of wisdom that that grain is holding, that that tiniest cell of them all, the most simple cell, less complex of all cells in the universe, is holding. Because the Maker planted 
his form, his wisdom, his greatness into our creation. The Creator looked at the Torah and created the worlds, all the worlds. Now all the worlds are reflecting Hashem's wisdom and goodness. And it's His fingerprints that are on all creation. And do you think that you can understand that all the way to know Hashem's ways? When clear verses are saying, my way is different than yours. My thoughts are far away from yours. The way I think, the way I judge. The Ariya Kadosh said to Rabbi Chaim Vital, your problem is that you think that they're judging you in heaven in the way that you judge yourself. That's your problem. You criticize yourself day and night on faults, on, 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 on weaknesses, on things that you recognize. Okay, let's say that you were not exaggerating and that you only went correct on spot things that you recognize, lackings in yourself. Perfect, righteous man, atoning, doing tshuva, coming back to Hashem. Very nice. Still, what makes you think that that's the way that they're judging you in heaven? The Maker is looking at things in an opposite way than we are. What that seems great to us is very shallow in the eyes of Hashem. What that is very important to our eyes is very, very poor and low in importance in the eyes of Hashem. And things that we neglect and things that we do not respect and that we do not understand their value to appreciate their greatness they're precious in the eyes of the Maker. Like a poor person, for an example. The Gemara is telling us that the Maker said that He looked on all gifts and wanted to bless the people of Israel in the biggest gift of them all. And He could not find a better gift than poverty. Because through poverty, you get to all good attributes. You become more kind, more nice, more tolerant, more understanding, more compassion in everything. You care for other people. You understand other people's condition. You can relate to their situation. And to help a person to grow in his midot, in his manners, in his behaviors, to correct them, to be a nice person, to be a loving person, that's the best thing that you can do for him. What you're going to give him? A castle made out of gold and, uh, and what? A villain going to grow inside that castle? Like an, an, an archi-criminal, archi-villain. Like who, who, who will grow in, in, in a castle made of gold? In a palace built out of good stones and rubies and diamonds? Like a criminal. Who can grow in, in a house like that? Some nice, kind king, like prince, princess. Arrogant people, self-centered, thinking to themselves that they're in the peak of the world, better than everyone else, smarter, wiser, as if they gained all that fortune. And even if you gained that fortune, the fact that you were lucky even to come with an idea, or that Hashem, the maker of the universe, blessed you with sharp, fast mind that is catching and understanding, have you created yourself to be so proud of yourself for your achievements? Hashem made you wise. And you should be wise 
or use your wisdom wisely for the benefit of the whole world and not God forbid for your own self because when you are self-centered by doing that you are separating yourself from the maker because the maker said en ani me and him, we cannot stay in one place, Hashem said. Neum Hashem, the speech of Hashem. Me and him, we cannot stand in one place. What does it mean? Me and him. When there is you, when you are claiming me, like me, I am now, I need, I deserve, I should have, when you're starting establishing yourself in a position as if you are something Hashem is saying okay no problem be I'm out <laughs> I'm sorry I'm going Hashem is saying because there is no one but Hashem and if you created yourself to be something means that in your wild dreams you have an existence and you're not working day and night to nullify yourself to the Maker, to think how I'm going to make my will as His. How can it be that the Maker gave me such great tools and I'm not using them in good ways to help other people? How? What is the purpose of my life? How, why am I wasting so much time doing things for myself, like being selfish, being self-centered? Why am I focusing on on my own needs all the time. When a person is not all the time trying to break out of his borders, out of his limitations, out of his constriction um, status and, and to, to set himself free, to become in the shape of Hashem from the side of Hashem's soul, not from the side of our bodies. How can you be like Hashem when the body is separating you from your friends while only your soul is connecting you to them? And Hashem is the general life source of all souls. So He is the general soul. He is the Neshama. Elokai Neshama. My God, the soul that you gave me. So you begin with saying, Hashem, the soul. Hashem is the soul that you gave me. A portion of it you gave me. Like one branch, one tiny branch, but that branch is connected to thicker branches, to thicker and thicker and thicker, till you get to the main trunk, to the roots themselves. And those roots, where are they located? In upper worlds. In upper worlds. And those upper worlds, they are alive and exist. And they're also accessible, available for us. But you need to climb up. Like on the Jacob letter, climbing while angels are going up and down, up and down in that letter. So you need to climb up and downs, up and downs on that letter. And it means that you should climb all the time, even when you go up and even when you go down. The Malachi Hasharet, the angels who are serving the Maker, they are going up and down all the time in missions. They are going down to keep a certain order, to make a certain mitzvah, commandment that they were commanded to keep. The Maker sent them down to earth to grow a certain flower, to, war, to, to water a certain field, 
to provide food on a certain table to a certain family to heal a sick person now when they finish their mission they need to go back up and when they're going back up they're going back empty-handed to Hashem yeah they did what they did but they're not bringing anything do you know what they are bringing this is a very deep Kabbalistic secret that is coming from the book of making Sefer Yetzirah. It's written that the angels of Hashem, every time we breathe, when we are taking air inside, inhaling, angels are coming in. You take air that is spirit inside, angels just came down. When you release the air, angels are going back up every time when they're coming every breath you take the angels are coming and going coming and going you have a meeting with an angel every time you breathe every time you take air the angel is coming every time you release the air you blow it back out the angel angel is flying back up to heaven now the angel each time is coming with bounty that is enough for 2,000 years. But because that our minds are so distracted and we're not in that meeting at all, we don't see that angel, we're like breathing while doing other things all the time, wasting our breath, wasting our air, fixing, eating, working, building, even learning, focusing, not realizing what's going on. Hashem is reviving you. Hashem is feeding your soul. Hashem is sending air, avir, or light into your soul, into your neshama, through the neshima, into your soul, through the breathing. When you're breathing, you're receiving angels and they're coming with bounty each time. Every breath you take that is enough, that bounty is enough for 2,000 years. But because that we're not with prepared vessels for that bounty, it's all go waste. And then the angel have to go back home. So he's flying up back to Hashem. And when he's going back up to Hashem, Hashem is looking at him and asking him, what did you brought? Like, what, what happened? Like, you couldn't, like, he's coming back with all the bounty. Like, millions on millions of, of, of times the, the angels just came in like there was no one there to receive because our minds and our vessels were not open wide to inherit the bounty to receive the Shefa so the Kadosh Baruch Hu, the maker is telling him go again and he's going again and again and again and again and again and we for 120 years too busy busy too busy to look too busy to breathe too busy to think too busy to accept too busy too busy <laughs> too busy but when a person is stopping and and like pull your handbrake stop and meditate and focus like do that do that. Don't do anything else. Do that. 
focus teach yourself and if you don't know how to and your mind is flying in and out left and right thoughts and negativity and fears and like wind and someone and there's someone knocking and oh no and i'm have to and i need to and i didn't and i'm thinking like all that noise like so talk about it with hashem tell hashem hashem i need your help help me to learn how to feel you how to be quiet finally help me to feel my soul help me to be one with my neshama help me to accept your bounty the bounty that you are bringing down towards me in each moment in each moment every moment every moment in every hour there are 1080 moments in every hour there are 1080 moments three moments in each second three moments in each moment the maker is renewing the world the maker is creating the world again over and over and over and over again 1080 times in an hour three times in a second the world is not the same when you look at it again you looked at it after one moment at least maybe after two moments when you are focused and you look and now you look again it takes you a moment because a moment is equal in its time to a blink of an eye so you looked at something you blinked it's a new world you cannot look at the same world twice because when you cut that picture, immediately it's gone. That's it. It's a new world now. And the maker is renewing the world according to your vessels, according to your understandings, according to your mindset. And when you will train yourself and beg to Hashem and ask and work on it, work, don't be lazy, don't say, yeah, but look, and I have, and I need, and I stories and stories. People lost all their lifetimes for stories, for false legends and stories, for fake stories, for fake excuses justified the reason why they could not serve Hashem why they could not focus on their soul but you can stop you can stop that wilderness and that crazy crazy race and to step off the train and to relax and to learn how to breathe and how to live and if you don't have it inside of you learn it take a course learn how to meditate consult with wiser people with people with more life experience and if you couldn't find one and people you spoke with until today were not providing the right answers pray to Hashem please Hashem guide me in your path of truth 
Help me to find the right teacher. Connect me to true righteous people that I won't go after false leaders, after known and famous liars, that I will not fall in any trap, under any spider web. Please Hashem, help me to find someone that his heart is pure, someone that his soul is shining, someone like Moshe, like Abraham, like Yitzhak, like Yaakov. Help me to find someone like Sarah, like Rachel, like Rivka, like Leah. Help me, Hashem, to find a holy person to guide me, to inspire me. And if you haven't found yet, no harm is done. Just keep on praying. At least you're swimming in the right direction. You're not there yet. That's not the goal. The goal is to swim in the right direction. The goal is to put the effort to the right direction. It's not on you to accomplish and to succeed. It's not in your ability to find the answer in your ability and it's your mission to look for one to look for it that's your mission to wake up and to want and to desire and to hope and to wish and to yearn and to ask and to beg and to cry and over and over and over again Moshe Rabbeinu begged to Hashem 515 times to enter to the Holy Land of Israel. The Torah is telling us that. 515 different prayers. Please Hashem help me to make it to Eretz Israel. Now, how many times did you pray? Moshe Rabbeinu found it so precious and important. So you asked once, twice, three times, like seven times, oh, 17 times, oh, 70 times. Amazing. Moshe Rabbeinu, he prayed 515 times. And you know why he stopped? Because Hashem told him, shut up. Hashem told him, shtok. Shtok means shut your mouth. Stop praying. You know why? Because Hashem knew that if Moshe will pray one more prayer, 516 prayers, Hashem would have to answer his request. Because there is a certain amount of prayers for any request to be answered. And if you have not been answered yet, it's only because that you have not prayed enough. But if you will not stop, even to the great redemption, to the resurrection of the dead, for the revealing of the true Messiah, for the day of complete salvation of the whole world, there is an amount of prayer, of prayers. And if we will complete that amount, we shall be answered. And the time will come, and it is coming. And we can see it already. We can see such craziness outside. Oh man. Oh man to the craziness. Oh man. It's so wild outside. It's so hectic. It's so dark. It's so awful outside. It never been so worse. It never, never. But the lie is being exposed now. It was always awful, like for generations, for thousands of years, it's awful. Like people are molesting children for generations. It's not new. 
People are trafficking men and women for generations. People are selling slaves and killing innocent people for their lusts for years. It's a known thing, but not throughout the media, not in the news, not on social media, not been exposed to eyes of hundreds of thousands and millions of people already, was never exposed in that way. Don't think about the lie that is growing. Look about the exposure of it. Look how it's coming out to the light. It was all secrets that were hidden in dungeons, underground secret groups that were talking about things quietly. People were doing the same awful things that are being done today. Just that today, they're all being done under the sun. They can be seen. They're being exposed. People are talking about it. People that were afraid to speak are now daring and uploading videos and talking and making podcasts and making um, um, big investigations about it and uploading those huge videos on it. And there's a great war. The evil and the darkness and the tyranny and all cruelty are fighting back to shut us down and to take those videos off and not to let us speak trying to turn off the sun even from shining, trying to poison us with our food. But in the end, the hand of the Maker is always above, and we put all our trusts in Him. All of us together, we're calling Hashem. Please, Hashem, we need your help. That's the only way. There is no higher way than that. There is no better way than that. You cannot go and kill someone. Someone else will replace him in a second. Worse than him. It won't do no good. The only good thing that you can do is to follow the verse. Tov Hashem lakol rachamav al kol masav. Hashem is good for anything you need. And His mercy and kindness is on all His creations. So we just need to call Him. Call Hashem. Please, Hashem, help me. That's it. How do you want to call him? That's it. Please, Hashem, help us. Please, Hashem, help the children. Please, Hashem, help men and women. Please, Hashem. Free call. Free call. Free call or free fall. You choose. And you just need, please, Hashem. You have a pain. Take that pain as the topic that Hashem wants you to pray for the general public of the world that are suffering from the same pain that you are. One is sick, please Hashem, because you have a heart to understand the sick. So please Hashem, help all the sick. Please Hashem, have mercy on the sick. Please Hashem, heal all the sick. Please Hashem, heal us. Have compassion upon us. Answer our prayers. Answer the prayers of all the ones who are ill and weak and sick and crying. Please Hashem. Why are you crying? Why you can cry? Because you, you suffer from that disease as well. Someone else that is homeless, that is poor. Why Hashem made you so poor? You cannot even afford your own house. Why did Hashem do that to you? Why? Why did the Maker, the Maker, you know, the, you know how many houses the Maker has? Like He can make a house for, just for you. Like He can give you a house now. He's choosing not to give you a house. And like we said, 
He's renewing his world three times in each second. What's the problem? Renew it with a house for me. Hey, you won the lottery. You gained a house. There was a lottery. Your name was on the list. It's a problem. People made houses like that, right? Some people got houses like suddenly, hey, are you this and that? Yeah, your great grandmother left you a house. Like who? Yeah. Do you have a house in Arizona, in Atlantic City? You have under the water, under the sea. You have, a, you have a house under the sea. You have a house. Come. You have people that gained houses just like that. Got a house. Why didn't I get a house? Because Hashem wants you to pray for all the homeless. That's your mission. And now that your heart is squeezed like that, that you know the pain of being out of your own house, now you can pray. Before, you were not able to pray. When you had a home, you were not praying. You were praying for other things, great. But you were not praying for the homeless. Even if you did, it was not from the same place. You're going to admit it. If you're a person of truth, you're going to admit that only when Hashem took you down, you started calling Him with truth. So Hashem is taking us. Everyone is taking. Everyone. Everyone that is lucky. Hashem is taking him. Where to? To the awareness, to some lackings, to some poverties, to some weaknesses. For him to be able to be, to become a source of light, a source of inspiration, a magnet for bounty to come, not only for you, for all the ones who are in similar condition to yours. Because when you're going to pray enough prayers, and there is an amount of prayers that is enough for the request to be accepted and you're gonna pray enough you shall be answered and when you shall be answered all the ones that you were praying for and who are with you in the same trouble shall be answered with you as well so that's why Hashem spread us among the nations in foreign lands far from our source divided in our opinions, lost and scattered in, in, in the wilderness of this world, for us to experience all aspects of pain, loneliness, poverty, and darkness, for us to scream from the bottom of our hearts, from all the angles of lower aspects of creation, for the light to come and shine to the deepest, thinnest cracks of them all, to illuminate the whole world with Hashem's goodness and presence. So just be the light. Just pull the light to your place. Say to Hashem, bring your light towards me. Shine your light upon me. Bring the salvation to this place that I am at. Please Hashem, answer my prayer. Please Hashem, accept my request. Please Hashem. Let my people go. Let my people come back home. Let all my people come back home. Simple requests. Shem is not waiting for your Kabbalistic combinations, numeral values, Yehudim. Nope. Hashem wants the request from a broken heart. Hashem, I need your help. Hashem, I want to get married. Hashem, we have to have children 
have to have children already. Hashem, we must have a house. Hashem, please heal me. Hashem, take that trouble. Please, Hashem, close my bank account. Take my visa. <laughs> take my credit card, Hashem. Take my credit card away. <laughs> Everyone has his pain. Just be honest and truthful. And an honest prayer that is coming from the heart will surely be answered. So just keep praying in simplicity. And may Hashem answer all our prayers and requests in no time. Amen. Can you hear that son? Yes. Do we have questions? I have a question, Rav. Please, Donna. How do we know? Um, I'm not really authorized to ask this. Not authorized to ask. I love it. Yes, not authorized, but daring to. Who gave you the permission to ask something that you're not authorized to ask? Yes. Um, is the, uh, the, the Zohar, did it exist between before the destruction of the second temple? And, um, and does it add to the to the to the Torah I'm, I, I kind of suspect it doesn't in a way but Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai was a sage that lived in the time of the destruction of the second temple okay and Rabbi yeah. Shimon Bar Yochai and his students were sitting and learning and those amazing classes and conversations that they had some of them that were written and saved until today gathered into this amazing essay that is called the Zohar Kadosh so is it if it became part of the Torah it's part of the oral Torah that the oral Torah is like the soul of of the Torah you have physical aspect and spiritual aspect so the bible itself is like a sealed secret what is the meaning of the word bereshit what is bara what is elohim what is et it's like all of those are secrets and when the sages came and the righteous people came they broke it down they explained to us Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, for an example, took the word Bereshit, the first word in the Bible, and broke it down to 70 different explanations. He explained 70 aspects of the word Bereshit. And it's a huge volume in the Zohar HaKadosh that is called Tikkuni HaZohar, corrections of the Zohar, things that the Zohar is elevating and correcting. And it's all about one word, Bereshit. And there is much more to write and you can interpret that book in million ways. Like you can like write novels, books on books, piles of explanations and interpretations to that amazing book of Tikkun Azar on one word, Bereshit, to show to us that the Bible itself is a sealed book and the sages that came with their explanations, with their bright mind that is illuminating our eyes to understand 
the meanings of the words, like the word totafot, totafot ben enecha. What does it mean, totafot? No one knows. But the sages came and told us, it's tefillin. Listen, it's tefillin. Came Rabbi Akiva and explained how did we learn from the word totafot, that it's tefillin. And explained and explained in the Gemara, you should learn it if you're interested. Deep explanations to explain to us how a sealed, that cannot be understood word in Hebrew, will mean so much. So the sages, they had the power to brighten our eyes and to open our hearts and to share the wisdom of the Maker, His true intention while giving the Torah. And they are delivering the soul, the oral Torah, like the voice, to the sight of the physical Torah, of the Bible itself, of the sealed, mysterious letters of the Bible. So that's how the Zohar is joining the Torah, as being the voice of the Torah, breaking down the meaning of the verses to simple people like us that would never understand any of it without Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai and his friends. Can you tell me who is um, authorized to ask a question like you asked? Rav Asher. <laughs> he is authorized. Okay. Thank you, Donna. I'm very thankful for your question. Yeah. Shalom, David. How are you doing? Shalom, shalom. How are you? Baruch Hashem. Very well. Um, thanks for the class. Happy, happy to to give it. Happy, happy to hear it as well. It's the first time I hear it as well. Like it's <laughs> real new for me as well. I enjoyed it as well. Thank you. The whole yom you beenecha kechadashim. Did you heard what I said about the the the, the that in one hour there are one thousand and eighty parts, three moments in each second means that the Creator is renewing the world three times in each second. Every moment, every time that it takes for a person to blink his eye, the Maker is renewing the world. It's a new world. Yeah, it got me to stop. I was, when I was listening, it got me to stop and... Uh, Start blinking. Take the moment and, and uh, realize that... Winking. Never again. Winking. Yeah, that's it, exactly. No, that's it. This is a moment that will never come back. Do something good. I'll tell you another short, tiny secret because we're running out of time. When the I want time. To ask my to them, yeah, I know you. I know you have five of them. I know. When the redemption will take place, like I said it a million times, but still, people are like. Uh, like a sponge it takes a lot of water but uh, in the end it stays dry all the water are like running dropping drip drop drip drop in the end the sponge is, is dry dry dead like it took all the water oh yeah 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 i heard that class in the end dry as a wood so the the when the redemption will take place so it will take place in a certain moment right but in that moment when the redemption will take place, everyone will experience the redemption. It will be great. But the redemption, like waves, will spread to the sides. 
and all the rest of the moments that ever took place from since the moment of creation, all those moments will also be redeemed. Means that you're gonna go back in time to all the moments that you ever lived as a soul into different lifetimes, like into your mother's womb, like boom, 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 boom. You're gonna go back to the future, like everything gonna be like, your awareness will grow and spread. Boom, 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 boom. Dimensions, dimensions, dimensions. Like if in earlier lifetime, you were inside your father and inside your mother before you been conceived. So like all their moments that you were a particle. And also when you were inside your grandparents, like suddenly you're going to have four and then eight and 16. Boom, 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 boom. Like you become a time traveler and in any moment means three in each second of each person that you ever been as a spark of a soul inside of him since Adam and Chava in the Garden of Eden. Like boom, you're going to go flash back into Adam and Chava to any moment that you were in Adam, that you were in Chava. Boom, you're going to experience the redemption in each and every one of those moments if you were worthy for it. But if the person sinned and should stand for trial, that moment is cut and lost and he won't enjoy eternal prosperity in that moment. But if you kept mitzvah, you were just friendly, nice, smiling. Hey, Achi, what's going on? Bro, you were there, Achi, you were good, you were okay, worthy for redemption. Eternal redemption in all those billions of aspects of your being. Can you imagine, Achi, the beauty, the bounty, Achi? Wow. Yeah, you had a question? Yeah. <laughs> what What did you want to ask? I hope you're authorized to ask your question, by the way. <laughs> so, uh, you recently made a comment, you said it before, that uh, you are convinced that, God willing, you're going to live forever. Oh, yeah. You're not going to I just explained so, to you, Achi. I hope, I hope that moment like... of awakeness, of of soberty, of all memories waking up back to life, will take place in the life of the last generations, last generation. Now, me, I'm sure that it's going to happen when we are here, Achi. You understand? Mm -hmm. So, like that's it. Like it's not that you're not going to die, like. Boom, 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 you're going to live forever, like in million aspects. And none of them will hit each other like that moments are not banging each other. Like this moment is not disturbing this moment now, right? So the redemption that will take place now won't bother the fact that the redemption will also take place now and that it took place then and then and then and then and then. Yes. So, but there are people in this generation, let's say, that are... Like there are people in the world that are dying now, right, right? Right, millions of them. Right, so, and they were alive when you said that, right? I didn't say that we all going to live forever. I didn't say that. You're, oh, you're convinced by you specifically. Even the song in fame is saying, I'm going to live forever. Not we going to live forever. No, it's I'm going to live forever. You can also sing it. I'm not going to disturb you. I wish. I spoke I about my faith. I spoke about my faith. I didn't spoke about the generation. Yeah. 
I spoke about Got my it. understanding. Understood. Understood. So my question, my follow-up question then is... We're, um, we're in two. So I said that you have up to five. Yeah, it's two now. Yeah. So, my, so there are many spiritual guidings and spiritual teachers throughout the throughout history that have taught the power and importance of meditating on the uh, on on death right and how that can help your spiritual path and that can help your understanding of life and making the most of the moment that you're living in understanding that it's temporary and they teach that as a tool to live the best life um so I would love to, God willing, say I'm going to live forever. Visit out the Shem, I will. Amen. Um, and I'm, uh, uh, I'm just, I, I, if you have anything to say about that. I have, like I said before, that the Maker said, I was looking for the best gift of them all to give the people of Israel and could not find any one better than poverty. Because by poverty, people become humble and nicer and kinder and on and on and on. So... The fact that Hashem wanted to give us something good that will help our journey doesn't mean that we need to want to be poor. You understand? Maybe there is a great lesson in dying. Maybe that's why we died so many times in so many lifetimes. But it doesn't necessarily mean that we need to go through it again. Maybe you already got the lesson. Maybe the poverty was equal to death. Maybe humiliations were equal to death. Maybe blindness was equal to death. Maybe many kinds of like death were enough. And a person does not have to die again. But if he has to, we appreciate his effort. And we understand that the connection of his soul back with his maker, naked from his skin, like released from his vehicle, is a huge favor for the whole world. It's a great y unity. It's a great combination. It's a great connection. When a soul is rising back up to Hashem, it's a big thing. It's a huge thing that is going on. So when a person is dying, his soul is going up and completing very big parts that could have not been complete without that soul's death. But it doesn't mean, let's say, that there is a person who is doing a big thing. It doesn't mean that we all need to be big as him or like him. We can be big in our ways. There is a big singer and there is a big actor. There is a big scholar and the, there is a big um, charity giver. Like, um, So it's like, you can, like, who am I? What my role is? Me, I'm gonna live forever. <laughs> I'm doing other things as well. I'm not only gonna live forever. Okay, I'm also like fixing the front yard that we have. Front, like, uh, I'm also like uh, taking the dog out. I'm like reading some Torah, putting tefillin. Like, not only singing. Thank you, David. Thank you. Thank you. Be well. Thank you, Rav. Yes, Shalom, Esther Hamalka. How are you doing? Welcome yeah. back. Yes, thank you. We were waiting. Uh, I thought that um, I'm going to come back to class again when, when I have my life together, and it just wasn't happening. Every time a month went by, another month went by, and I said, okay, you know, when my physical health is better, when my 
financial health, when I have a partner, when, you know, all these different things work and it just wasn't happening. So here I am, uh, you know, I'm just uh, here to say that I don't have it. <laughs> it's just not, I can't seem to get um, all the pieces together. Um, I feel like spiritually I'm feeling good. Um, but at the same time, it's like the basics. I feel like that people need like a basic foundation. I don't have, I don't have like that comfort of the security of like the basic things in my life. Um, like my health and my, my work and, and things like that and having a partner, just like the basics. So that's, that's where I am. And here I am. I think that, um, that, uh, you know, the border of the land of Israel is the same border with the Arabic lands that are surrounding us. It's the same borderline that is defining Israel and defining Egypt, that is defining Israel and defining Jordan. So you just need to look at it from a certain angle. Like, are we talking now about Jordan or about Israel? Are we looking at it from the side of Egypt or from the side of Israel? So I understand that you have those lackings, like those constrictions, but are we looking at them from the external side of them biting you or that that is your shape? If you're going to look at them as your shape, you might enjoy your beauty and your shape very much. Like that's me like that's who i am like that's who that is praying that's who that is working that's who that is trying that is the person that is spiritually growing that is those are the angles that i'm facing those are the aspects that i am battling those are my winnings those are my wars it's like those are not only my struggles or my difficulties or my challenges. That's an aspect. That's a point of view. You have a negative point of view on those limitations of yours as if they're lackings. You understand? Like someone will say like, why my nose is finishing here when I wanted it to finish here or, or here? Or... That's exactly like you. you instead of saying why my nose is finishing here say that's my nose here is my nose try to learn to like to 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 feel to understand yourself your shape this is me and now what am i doing with it and that can be so good like yes you lack of something i understand i have many of the things that you think that you don't have and I'm telling you that I have different angles in my life that I'm like struggling. I can scream to hell and not to be answered. Like I'm, I'm like drowning in, in, in my own tears from inside. And like no one can help me. I'm stuck. But to someone else's eye. But Rav Dror is learning, he's sitting, he's teaching. He has this whole network. Like it, it's all imaginations. Like... It's like, to your eyes, it looks like something. And to my eyes, it's like where I'm at. It doesn't give me anything except for if I'm gaining something through it. And it's all in the mindset. Someone can drown in his own eyes. 
in USA you have so much like really like so many people would like really envy in in your wealth and in your success and in your ability and in your talents and in your and also that there are many other things that you can do to to climb and maybe we can talk about it in like more personal level but there are many things that a person can improve his life no matter where he's at and I would love to have that conversation with you on a personal level okay thank you welcome back we're thank very you. happy to have you, you with us thank okay you. guys thank you so much for a wonderful evening um, it's really a blessing oh I see Elihu with us Elihu Vanvehu thank you so much for joining everyone I'm very very thankful to have you with us thank you for our friends we had 5,000 likes on TikTok. on TikTok. We have 81 followers watching us live on YouTube, on Facebook. This is great. Things are going great, thank God. Thank you, Hashem Barach, for all the great things that you're doing with us, for us, and for the great benefit of the whole world and for the precious souls of Israel that are spread out to complete the mission that our maker sent us to keep so open your ears and we shall all hear the voice of Hashem calling us and may Hashem answer all our prayers and all our requests in our days Amen Can you hear son? Thank you See you tomorrow Sharon Hashem יברך אתכם בשפע רב, בשמחה אדירה, בהצלחה כבירה, שלא יחסר לכם כל טוב לעולם ועד. אמן כן יהי רצון, והשם יברך את כל מי שנמצא איתנו כאן בטיק טוק. יפתח לכם שערי שמיים לתפילות, יפתח לכם את אוצר.